I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting-edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. for this episode because I get to highlight an incredible case study from the Market Authority Academy featuring the one and only Stacy Russell. Stacy is a realtor in the Northwest Houston market. As a former teacher, her mission is to educate her clients and create trust-driven relationships. She is empathetic and understanding to her clients' wants and needs and works with them to create a plan for success. As a Market Authority Academy member, Stacy has seen an incredible transformation in her business since she joined about eight months ago. She started her real estate business in 2021 and ramped up like many new agents do, solely on cold calling Fizbos for sale by owner. (laughs) After getting burned out with that, she realized that she was not creating a sustainable business and reached out to us at MAA for help pivoting to an attraction-based business model. Since starting with us in MAA, she has more sustainable lead sources, a plan for those lead sources, and she feels way more organized in her business as she'll share. She wakes up every day knowing what needs to be done and sees results from sticking to the plan. Doesn't that sound amazing? Last year, in her first full year, she earned 70K in GCI and successfully pivoted away from cold calling, which is incredible in itself. But the transformation that Stacy is most proud of is how she went from winging it to running her business like a business. She knows how to break down her goals for maximum goal achievement, and she has the right systems in place to scale her business to new heights. During this conversation, Stacy shares some of her wins, lessons learned, and struggles that she's overcome. I know you're going to love hearing it all from her. So without further ado, here's Stacy. Stacy, I am so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. Yay. The the feeling is mutual. We were just chatting offline and I'm like, I, I need to hit record. Like we're going to get into the good stuff too fast because as soon as you and I start chatting, like I feel like all of these like fun little findings and synergies come out. So I know this is going to be a really fun conversation. Um, so, so you and I have worked together um, in the Market Authority Academy for not quite a year. It's been somewhere in between there though. Tell me a little bit about how things are going. Um, what I what I want to do is kind of share a little bit about your journey over the last year in kind of getting out of your first six months in real estate into your first full year in 2022 and where things are now. So, so I guess walk us through from the beginning, kind of where you started. Okay. Well, I came out of education. (laughs) I was in education for six years and was a dance director and taught through the pandemic and, um, and had, had a child before that. So the kiddo was kind of my first indicator of like, all right, maybe we need to start looking for something else. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, definitely need to start looking for something else. Um, and I was a dance teacher. So we were t- teaching dance in person and virtually at the same time with masks on and six feet feet of spacing. It was just absolutely nuts. But um, yeah, during that year, uh, 2021, in the spring, I knew real estate was really the direction that I wanted to go. I feel like it's weird to say that dance and real estate are similar, but teaching and real estate are very similar. And yeah. so 
um, I've kind of taken that approach over into what I do with my clients, which is educating them um, and coaching them and giving that confidence to them. So um, they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, When I started, I got licensed in June of 2021 and luckily started with a team called the Home Run Team. Uh, and the, one of the team leaders, I know him because he used to be a band director at the high school that I worked at. So we had that connection. Um, and thank God they kind of took me under their wing and I had them to help guide me, um, had a lot of support with them and they can, I'm still on the team. So they continue to support me in that aspect. Um, but I really focused on one form of, um, of business for sale by owners, (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy to me because I had like no problem, like no fear at that point in time of like, yeah, let me call total strangers. I just kind of had the mentality of this is the one way right now that I know how to get business. These people are raising their hands. So I'm just going to try to serve them. And I know I'm going to get rejected a lot, but I just kind of went in knowing that and um, did that for, for a little while and then realized pretty quickly I needed other sources of business. <laughs> tell know? me, tell me a little bit about that. Like what were some of the challenges and at what point was there a red flag where you're like, Oh, this is, this is not going to be the only thing that does it. Yeah. So I think I actually had really great clients. Um, you know, we all know the statistics that most of the people that list for sale by owners are going to eventually become a realtor. So you just like have to I feel so bad saying this, but you kind of have to wear them down until they're like, yeah, we'll just with you, you know? And I hate saying that because that's not the kind of business that I want. And I think that that's really why I've steered away from that. But the clients that I have gained from my first sale by owners have been amazing. They refer me constantly. And I did have about six transactions um, coming into 2022 that were for sale by owners. So, you know, I worked my, my booty off for a little while and, um, I started to to notice that it was red flag time when I just started getting really burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to make my calls anymore because it was just like, oh, you know, I'm just tired. It's you've got to make call after call after call. You get hung up on, you get yelled at, and it's just a grind. Um, and my team members say this a lot: like you have to embrace the suck, and that is very true. You do have to embrace the suck. Everything that you do is hard in some aspects. Um, but I couldn't see that being something that I do every single day for the rest of my career in real estate. And I had been silently stalking you (laughs) on your uh, YouTube channel since I started and was like, I really like what she's talking about with attracting people to you. And something kind of clicked for me on why wouldn't I be reaching out to friends and family and people that know, like, and trust me, if I'm totally fine with reaching out to strangers that don't even know me, like, why couldn't I just make that change in my business? Um, and so I enrolled in Market Authority Academy. It hasn't been quite a full year. Mm-hmm. That was like just, just such an eye-opening experience in the way that you lay everything out and just setting up a plan for how I'm going to move forward. And it's been awesome to see the people like actually coming to me. So thank you. <laughs> you helped me from- <laughs> You help me from having to make continuous phone calls. Now, if I want to make phone calls, I can, but it's not my only source of business. So amazing. I love that. And the pleasure is all mine. It's been awesome working with you. So, so what about um the reaching out to your like your database and your sphere? Why did it take a little while for you to recognize that, that was something? Did you just not know that that was an option? Or is it more of like a limiting belief of not wanting to bother people that you care about and feeling salesy spammy? Yeah, exactly. The last one. I did not, I didn't want to bother them. And I think to an extent, when you get into real estate, you think, oh my gosh, everybody's going to work with me that I know because I'm a realtor, right? And you're not thinking they probably know like 20 other realtors and have better, deeper relationships with that realtor than they do with you. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I just didn't want to sound like a broken record. I didn't really know what to say to them. And I didn't want it to feel, um, you know, disingenuous, like if that's a word, sorry, but I didn't want to feel genuine. Um, you know, that I was calling them about real estate stuff. Um, when I, 
hadn't maybe talked to them in a while or something like that. So, you know, working through Market Authority Academy has really helped me understand that it really is more about building the relationship with them and deepening that connection and just staying top of mind for them so that when they are ready, you know, they're not running in the opposite direction because they're like, oh gosh, this crazy person's going to like call me again about real estate. But, you know, they, they want you to help them with their real estate. So. Yeah. Yeah. And when they, when they understand kind of where, where you factor into the equation, it's kind of like the natural next step. So tell me a little bit about um, maybe some like big win stories where that happened successfully. And you were like, oh yes, this is exactly what I was hoping I would be able to do with my people. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a couple of people that have reached out to me, um, a couple from San Antonio that used to live in Houston. So that was kind of awesome because, you know, I used to work with her and her, I've actually never met her husband, but she trusted me enough to use me. Um, And she used to live here and she knew I was in real estate and I had just continued to stay in touch with her and stay in front of her. And, you know, when the time came, she came to me and it was a pretty limited time frame that we had. Um, her husband was switching careers. And so um, it was quick and they trusted me to be able to just go and video because we were in a completely different city. I just videoed for them. Um, and this was a lease. Okay. So my very first lease, I had never done a lease before <laughs> um, and videoed for them found them the house that was perfect that checked all of their boxes. And I just advised them, like, if you want this, we are going to need to move fast. It's in an amazing part of town, which is the Woodlands. Um, If you're familiar at all with like Houston, Texas, North Houston, like the Woodlands is like where it's at. Um, And so we got it. Luckily we got it. And now um, staying in touch with them again, you know, just checking in with them and seeing how everything is going. If I can serve them in any way, they are ready to buy before their lease is up in October. So she's already asked me to help her with that process. So um, that's been a huge win. And, and I have others. Luckily I was in a great field before in education where there's a lot of camaraderie in education. Nice. <laughs> so especially a uh, dance and drill team. So I've had uh, my former assistant, I've helped them purchase their first home um, last month, actually last month. And then um, somebody who I used to work with, who's now at another high school, is this is about a year out. But I'm so excited to start working with them because for sale by owners, it's like right now, not not like let me advise you through this process, though. So what do you like about that aspect of doing business where you have that longer term nurture, where you really get to be a part of that journey with them? Because it sounds like that already has a lot of alignment with the skills that you're bringing in from, from your prior work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it means a lot to me, number one, that they would come to me that early mm-hmm. because they want my advice. They want my opinions. They want my knowledge on what's happening in the market. Um, and so it means a lot that they would come to me that early Number one. Um, Number two, I like the process of being able to come and, you know, look at their home in person uh, or have a buyer consultation if they don't currently have a home um, and kind of just walk them through the process of what that's going to look like and lay the groundwork for them. I think that when I was working with for sale by owners, I was not always the one who controlled the narrative. Mm -hmm. It was very much a like, you know, like I said, right now we have to sell it now or we've got to get it done as soon as possible and for the most amount of money. And now I get to kind of figure out what's most important to my clients. You know, like it's not always about the most amount of money. You know, sometimes it's about the location and sometimes it's about um, finding the perfect family to take that home so that they know it's going to be in good hands. So I love that there's just different scenarios for every single person I work with. And when I have a longer amount of time to work with those people, it helps me really understand what they want and help them to make the best experience for them. It sounds like you feel a higher level of purpose in that, in that style of work. I do. Yeah, I definitely do. And I think that's, I think that stems from education because I love to love on my people. I love to nurture and help. Right. Um, And so yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. I like to, I like the end results. I don't always love the process, but I love the end result because that's when they're the happiest, you know, they're in the home that they love. They're, you know, starting to make that new transition into that new life. And I got to be a part of that journey. So it's, it's really important to me. And I appreciate that they, they want me to be a part of that. So 
Yeah, I love that. So where are they reaching out to you at this point? Or what are they responding to? So when you say that they're coming to you, and you're attracting these opportunities for yourself to serve, what channels are they kind of finding you through right now? So I'm using Instagram a lot. Okay. Um, if they don't have an Instagram, I'm using Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Although <laughs> Facebook, I've started to kind of get away from Facebook a little bit. Um, and then just text. Um you know, and then luckily throughout the year, I get to see a lot of people because I still work like right now we're in the middle of contest season for dance. So I still work for a company that does, we run dance contests. So I get to see a lot of friends and former coworkers and their kiddos, um, and get to connect in that way. But a lot of them are, you know, if I'm not seeing them Instagram or text message. I love that. And do you feel now like, you know what to say and you're not being spammy. Like what are your kind of go-to narratives, I guess, to lean into as you're creating that pathway for people to find you? I think I just try to take note um, when I'm intentionally scrolling. I'm really trying to take note of things that are going on in their lives. Um, And it's just interesting because like, obviously we are the center of our own universe, right? (laughs) We always know what's going on with us because it's our life, but Mm -hmm. uh, just really trying to be mindful and be present with what's happening with them, what accomplishments. Um, I, especially now like spring break is coming up. I reach out to a lot of my former teacher friends and ask them the Ford questions, right? (laughs) The the family occupation, recreation dreams, you know, what are you doing for spring break? And when have you seen the family? And I just really try to like touch on those questions to continue to create a deeper meaning. And then if there's ever an opportunity where it feels right to ask if they want to get together, um, coffee or dinner, or just get the kids over together at each other's homes, then I ask for that so that I can continue to nurture that relationship. And, um, it's, it's just crazy because I feel like when I grew, when I grew up, I never really had like deep relationships with people. Mm-hmm. It was always kind of surface level. Yeah. Um, and Same so, here. yeah, it's kind it's of like a skill set that you have to learn if you weren't is. taught it. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's like, I knew a lot of people growing up, but I didn't have like deep connections with a lot of people. So it's been really cool to kind of learn that, um, you know, learn that trick to just be like, I'm actually building really good friendships. Like it is a bonus that I get business out of that, but it's really cool to have friends that I feel like I've connected with on a much deeper level now. I love that. So, so a couple of outcomes then from that big pivot, right? So you kind of Luckily, you know, happily found some really good traction with the FISBO stuff. And then you recognized a need to diversify that pipeline and you put that in place now. So now you've got business, a couple of options to be generating opportunities for yourself and finding business. What did that create for you in 2022? What were some of like the high level results, like closed units? Walk me through a little bit of um, maybe what the goal was and what you ultimately achieved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you and telling you, like, I had no idea what my goal was because <laughs> I was just winging it in 2021. And so I was like, I don't even know like what my goal should be. Um, and your business planning workshop really helped because it's just, it makes everything a lot more tangible mm-hmm. for you to like, it's awesome to have a yearly goal, but if you don't have the metrics to track yourself and you don't have a plan to like get to that goal, then you're just going to I mean, you are going to fail because you don't, you have no checkpoints to be like, yeah, I hit that, you know, or this is what I need to change. Um, so setting up the yearly goal, but then bringing it down to like monthly, weekly, um, goals and and quarterly goals was so helpful and eye opening. So it's like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. And, um, you know, on those days, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before on those days where it feels like it's just like a day-to-day grind, mm-hmm. you at least have those accountability check-offs that you can do uh, to make sure that you're hitting your goals. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't have a plan <laughs> at all. I knew that I was not going to continue to call for sale by owners, at least um, immediately. If it was something that I wanted to implement in, then I could. But I really wanted to focus on um, four core sources of business coming into 2022. Um, And I think I experimented with those a little bit and I finally fine-tuned them to where I want them to be. So um, Sphere of Influence is my first one. Um, And then I have open houses 
and then my database and then social media were like my four. Um, so really working through those. And I started to see a lot of people come, like I said, from Instagram, text message. Um, but I just, I really started to like, it was just, I can't even tell you like how crazy it is to like actually have people that are hand raisers to come to you and be like, I want you to list my house or I want you to, you know, to help us find our first house. Like it's, it's awesome. Instead of having to like go out and make a bunch of calls that when you're done, you're just like, Oh, I feel so defeated and drained right now. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so you had, congratulations, by the way. I mean, that's a huge win (laughs) (laughs) to be able to do that in such a short amount of time. That's a massive pivot. Cause I mean that, that happened in about eight months, six to eight months. I think if I was looking at the timing correctly, and that's a huge pivot, especially when you're newer in the business and still learning to develop relationships. And what that kind of just shows me is that you really cared to kind of, like you said, pay attention and understand where you could kind of um, hop into people's timelines and see if you could help support them. It, it shows that you had a level of care beyond just trying to slap something together. Like you were very intentional about the process, which is super exciting. So what does that look like for 2023? What do we want to um, help that turn into this year now that you do have a little bit more sense of like what could be possible? So now I have a much better idea of what I want to do. Um, I'm still not like super clear on setting like a a GCI or, you know, take home. And I'm not really sure why that is. I think maybe to me, it's not necessarily about the dollar amount. Um, the only goal that I've ever really set for myself is if I was leaving my job in education, I needed to make at least that every year so that I could justify, okay, this was a, you know, um, a lateral move, um, money wise. So, um, you know, it just, it looks a little bit different now. (laughs) So that's been my, that's been my main goal throughout this whole thing. But I think that the things that work for me are, things that I can track consistently. So money is not something that I can really, I don't know, my relationship with money, with money is also a little bit strange. So like, that's not the end goal for me. It's more of like, how many families can I serve? Love how that. many conversations can I have? Um, you know, how many businesses can I highlight? Cause that's another really important thing to me now that I am a business owner of like, wow, this is hard. <laughs> and so if we have people who uh, will support our businesses and share us and spread the word, then, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, the pipeline filled up towards the end of 2022. Um, so I got really excited because there was not really anything October or November because interest rates had gone up so high so quickly. Yeah. And I started doing a lot on new construction because it was like the end of the year, their end of the fiscal year stuff. And so I was posting a lot about the incentives that they were giving and how you need an agent to negotiate for you. And I got three in December. Wow. So it was like, wow, what a great way to end the year. (laughs) um, But yeah, my pipeline had just been stacking up. And I think that now that I have the means to be able to track my leads and how like that timeline, that maturation rate of when, okay, their prospect to lead, right. And then leads to transaction. Um, like that has really helped me because now I can follow up with them and I know where they are in that process. And it kind of just gives me a better idea of how to help them. So, you know, even though the pipeline is full, that's awesome, but I still need to be bringing in enough leads, whether they're, you know, 90 days out or a year out. So, um, that I feel like the more consistently that I post and I reach out, like there's somebody that's like, Oh, I've got somebody who's looking, I'm going to send them your information. I'm like, great. So, (laughs) you know, it's just staying in front of them. And that's really been, it's been helpful. Tell me how that feels now compared to when you started, because I always think about like that first year in real estate and you're so harebrained and there's so much fear and overwhelm. What is it like going from that to where you are now in less than two years where you're feeling a little bit more like on top of it? It feels amazing. (laughs) It really does feel amazing. Um, It's interesting because I feel like I... 
Like I have good days and I have bad days. There's, I'm, I'm very much an all or nothing person. So when I have weeks, I, and I really try hard to focus one week at a time because sometimes I tend to like get, have a bigger goal. And then it's like, if I fall short because I'm all or nothing, I'm like, Oh, well, there goes my whole month. You know what I mean? It's like, no, no, that's not how it works. Like, look at your week. What can you do this week? And then where can you adjust? Where can you modify? Um, and I try to have grace with myself because I am a mom to a four-year-old. Um, I have hard days too. And so try not to beat myself up too much, but I feel much more dialed in, in my business than I used to, because I used to wake up like, I only have one source of business and I'm going to talk to a bunch of people who don't want to talk to me today. Awesome. (laughs) You know, now, um, I have my systems and I have different days that I do different things. And so my workload actually feels like it's not quite as much, which is where that all or nothing comes in. So I feel much more in control. My workload has actually shrunk because I'm generating with people that I know, and it doesn't like feel like work, if that makes sense. Um, But then there's also days where because I finished at one o'clock, I'm like, I'm not doing enough, you know, like I need to do more. (laughs) So sometimes I find myself just doing like busy work. And I think I have to just remind myself, like, it's okay to pick up your son early from school. You're done with your work day. It's okay. You know, or it's okay to, to take care of household things. Now you're done with your day. And if something pops up, you can get to it, but it's just a very different structure from, coming from education and even from when I first started in real estate, cause I just be cold calling for hours and hours and hours. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> As somebody who always struggled with call reluctance, like that was not something I could ever do. So I know that that takes a lot of dedication and it also requires a lot of skill. That's just not something that I ever had. So, um, I hear you like that. I I think regardless of what you're doing in those early days, you get accustomed to a certain amount of pain. And at least for me, and because I can be very all or nothing too. And then as soon as you're not feeling that amount of pressure and friction, you immediately assume that you're not doing enough, where all of that work is really an investment into getting to that sense of like freedom and spontaneity, which is really a, a huge benefit that I think entrepreneurs and business owners don't really talk about. It's the freedom to be able to like just kick off for the afternoon and do something spontaneous and fun because you've afforded yourself the ability to. And we lose sight of that when we make this transition because everything feels like it's on the line. Like everything feels like it's make or break in this moment where Whereas after a couple of years, you get to remove yourself from that a little bit, but only if you allow yourself, which is really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting feeling for sure (laughs) to like, you know, know that I've done everything that's on my checklist today, but to always feel like I could be doing more, you know, and sure, like I could. I actually open Zillow often to just be like, I'm going to start calling for sale by owners. And I'm like, no, this is not the plan that you have for yourself. I feel like sometimes I, I work out of fear like that. And Mm. it's like, I have a a good friend that told me the other day, like, if you genuinely don't enjoy doing it, then don't do it. There's so many other things that that you can do in this business to make money. And I was like, you know what? That's true. That's very true. So, you know, I just need to, to honor that right now in my business. That's not where I want to focus my attention. Um, you know, and I feel like sometimes I do act out of fear to open Zillow and just be like, let me start calling. But honestly, it's so weird. Now it's like, even though I used to do it, I feel like I have no idea what I would say to them now because it's been a while. And like, that's just not, my heart's not in it um, to try to convince somebody to work with me. Yeah. And I think at this point, you've spent a lot of time understanding like the, the ideal client who you do want to be working with. And maybe those are two different, two different people at two different cycles of homeownership. Like, do you feel like you have a really good sense of who generally who your ideal client is in terms of who you're attracting right now and how to serve them? Yeah, I do. I feel like um, I am working with first-time homebuyers. I love that. My first-time homebuyers. And people who are looking to um, move up. So maybe they've looked in their house when they bought their house when they were just husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife, whatever they're into. Um, And now they've got kiddos and, you know, they need to move up or their, you know, their lifestyle has changed. I know that my husband, when we had our kid, our lifestyle changed so much. We went 
country dancing all the time and hanging out. And now it's like, we don't even want to go. <laughs> we don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we want to hang with people who have kids and want to go to bed at 830. So that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with my ideal clients and people that are kind of in the same season of life as I am, you know, they've, they've had similar experiences, whether they're former teachers or current teachers, and I can support them in that way. Um, and then, you know, like I said, like the first time homebuyers, I absolutely love that journey for them because it's such a big step in their life that I get to be a part of and, um, they get to be the hero and I get to kind of just like help them celebrate their first home. So yeah, there's nothing better. That's super fun. I loved, I, you and I have a really similar, um, kind of cadence to our business and like how you and I both started like first time home buyers. The second time moving up is really fun because then you're educating through two processes because a lot of times they haven't sold in this kind of market or, or purchased in this kind of market. And they certainly haven't sold a home before, which is a totally different side of the coin that they find very surprising. Like, whoa, it's, I didn't, I didn't expect to feel this way being on the other side of it. So it's really cool to see that come full circle. Um, I love it. I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of things kind of working in the right direction. What are we working on right now? What season are you in and how can I support you in that? So mindset, I've just got to continue to be focused on my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's important to talk about this kind of stuff because especially as realtors, when I just think like the human experience in general, but realtors have just a different kind of experience because their day-to-day looks so different all the time. But like allowing myself to understand and be okay with the fact that I'm going to have moments where I don't feel like doing the work or I don't feel like I'm getting um, results from that work. So why do I want to keep doing this? You know what I mean? Um, And I think it's different from shiny object syndrome in some ways, because it's like, I've been doing it for a while and it's like, okay, it's just kind of a grind now. I'm not seeing much from it, but, you know, focusing on the things that I can control, um, and making sure that I am just, even if I have to take it, like I told you earlier, like day by day or hour by hour to just make sure I get the things done first that I need to get done, controlling my mindset, um, and making sure that I'm, I'm checking all the boxes for my business, because I do know one thing to be very true is that if you do the work, then you will see results. Sometimes you're just like right on the verge and you don't know you're right on the verge, but you will see results at some point. You just have to be consistent. So I I feel like I've gotten much better with my consistency. Like I know what I need to be doing, but, um, you know, like I was telling you earlier, we've, we were going through one of those things. We bought an investment property last year, um, without getting like too into the weeds on it. Basically we purchased it and did not know that the floors were rotting out and and the previous owner had just put new floors on top of it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of in the middle of all of that with insurance and everything. But, um, yeah, that was a really big pill to swallow because we were so excited. We had just made super host on Airbnb. We were super stoked and, um, and that happened. We're like, dang it. So, but that's life, you know, like it comes your way and you just have to deal with it. But honestly, like that happened. And then I had, um, appliances in our, in our house were like breaking left and right. And then my husband switched careers to a different job and was on a different pay schedule. So it was like one stressor after another. And then I also thought that was like a perfect time to get off of my medicine, which was not a very good, it's not a very good thing to do. So (laughs) it took about two months for that medicine. Um, that I started when I had my son to kind of get out of my system and, I could, I could just feel like I was so blah all the time. Like I didn't want to get up, um, to work out. And that's something I really enjoy doing. I didn't want to like start my day effectively. Like I had on my 90 day, um, vision, you know, I, I didn't want to do any of that. Everything just seemed exhausting. And honestly, I felt just like, par- uh, like paralyzed. I didn't know how to handle anything that was coming my way because it was just like one thing on top of another. So, Luckily, um, I did go ahead and make the decision to get back on my medicine. Everything's great now. We're kicking back in. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm 100% like not ashamed. Like my brain just works like that. Like my brain needs to to have medicine to help it balance out um, and to help me functioning properly. So there's no shame in that game. And I'm God that 
that I have an awesome doctor who is like, maybe we don't get off your medicine again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being honest with me. Um, So yeah, so being that has really helped. Luckily, um, my in-laws are amazing and they have offered to help us pay for the flooring interest-free. So it's a loan. We're going to pay them back, but you know, it just took me a while to figure out like, what are these next steps before I could actually make a plan and then commit to moving forward. So, you know, I'm right now just trying to build up my mental resiliency and just be like, okay, it sucked for a while. And yep, that's where we were. And now I'm pressing forward. We've made a plan. We're moving on, you know, and it's funny how things happen like that, because as soon as you can kind of pull yourself up from your bootstraps basically and move forward, like things will start to happen. And you, I, I'm a big believer in like putting that positive energy into the universe. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like as soon as we started doing the floors that the demo on the floors, somebody messaged me and was like, Hey, I'm looking for an Airbnb property to stay at for like two to three months. I'm like, okay, there we go. That's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. So perspective, um, is really big. Mindset is really big. And, um, I have to kind of go back whenever I'm having those rough patches and like do a reset. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I really like to do is like my daily gratitude on YouTube. I listen to a couple of different ones to just kind of help me feel grateful for the things that I do have because mm-hmm. it can always be worse, right? <laughs> could yeah. always be worse, So Well, and it sounds like you're using some of the other tools too, like you had a vision. And I think that that's um, your 90 day vision. And I think that that's where it really comes helpful, where you look up one day and realize like things, my my reality doesn't match up to what I was intending on creating. And where is the disconnect? And it's one thing to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and like force yourself to get out of bed. But it's another to take intentional action towards getting back onto a path that you had determined would take you where you really want to go. Yep, absolutely. And I feel like I was even reading my my 90 day vision letter earlier before this call to just be like, let me refresh myself again. Um, you know, and it's like, wow, okay, for a while there, I really wasn't doing anything that I said I was going to do, you know, and one of the big things that I love to do, well, I don't know that I love it because it's getting up at 5 a.m. to work out, but (laughs) I love it in the long run of things of I get to get up and take care of myself and my needs because I know that as soon as my son gets up, which could be any time, could literally be at 5 a.m. when I get up and he just watches me work out or it could be 8 a.m. because he's decided to sleep in. But I know that I've taken care of the things that that are important to me first and that I can focus on my family in that morning routine. And then I can focus on on work because there's times where you can't focus on yourself at work time because your clients need you or you've got things planned. So, you know, and like I said, I go to bed super early. So I'm like... I'm not working out in the evening. It's not going to happen. So, you know, on that, that vision letter, it was really important to me to do that, to fill my cup up and make sure that I was able to be the best version of myself every day. And it was not happening. So it's, it's a good reminder to just check in with that and just be like, is this really who you want to be? You know, and if not, you just got to put a little extra effort in to make sure that you're checking those boxes. So, yeah, I love that. I think it's interesting too. um, is this the first big like mental lull you found or maybe not mental, but like that energy lull where you kind of felt like things like were going the wrong way a little bit in, in just life in general, since you've been in business? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've always had a pretty like positive upbeat demeanor, even if I didn't really, <laughs> I really like know or was certain about something. I, I was always like kind of a fake it till you make it kind of person for the most part, uh, pretty confident for the most part. Um, you know, even if I didn't know what I was talking about, I was confident that I knew I could figure it out. Um, and this was definitely the first time that I have ever felt completely paralyzed and not been able to to really like move forward and make a decision. Um, and I'm not really sure why that was, to be honest. Like, I don't know if I just felt like I was going to make the wrong decision or if it was just like, everything was just too much. And I just like, I kind of felt like I needed a break, but until I made that next step, I wasn't going to get a break. (laughs) You know what I mean? So yeah, that was definitely the first time. And, um, yeah, it didn't feel great, but you know what? That's like I said, it's life. It happens. 
Um, yeah. And it's, I think it's all about how you respond to it. And that's why I try to be, have grace with myself because, you know, it happens to everybody and social media is so not a great place to be sometimes because it's like, you see all these people that are like perfect, right? Uh-huh. Have their life together. It's like, oh, that's not real life. That's not true. So, <laughs> so I 100% agree. And I'm actually in my own little social media cleanse right now. Like I did the app usage timers on my phone to like make sure I'm only spending like a very small amount of time on social media each day because I was feeling the same thing. And what you're describing is a freeze. Mm-hmm. So we have the fight, the flight or the freeze. And these are um, these are like stress responses. And, and depending on what's going on with your nervous system, if you're feeling an overload of stress, you'll either fight. So you'll act out aggressively or make bad decisions very quickly in the business setting. Um, you'll flee, which means you'll just kind of ignore work and just kind of do something else and try to ignore the problem a little bit, or you'll freeze, which is like the, the deer in the headlights where you're like, you, you can't really make a decision and it's a survival mechanism. And it's hard to, it's hard to disconnect yourself from, from that, but it's really important to be aware of when it's happening. And it sounds like you had a really good level of awareness but it would be interesting to kind of track back and see what like were the root triggers of it. Like, was it that there were things that were happening outside of your control and the first time that that had happened, it just felt really scary? Or did it feel like there was so much where you started doubting yourself on whether or not you were resourceful enough to make it through these crazy situations that were happening all at once? Um, and the more you can kind of identify those triggers, the more you can be prepared for them when, not if they happen again. And where we see this a lot of times is like the new level, new devil, um, if you've ever heard of that. And and there's a couple of books that I could recommend on this, but really what it comes down to is like when you hit new levels of success, when things are going really well, you just have new problems. Like you've never owned and managed an investment property before. And so you, you have never had to deal with that situation on top of the stress of running your own business and still kind of navigating what that means for you with your identity as a mother and a wife and now a business owner and all this stuff. Like it's, it's a lot of change that you've gone through in the season over the last two years or so. So definitely giving yourself grace is amazing. And it's also just recognizing that at each new level, <laughs> that kind of happens, right? So just being prepared for it um, and and making sure that you have the right support and resources, which it sounds like you're working on for sure to help get you through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I think, (laughs) I think honestly, a lot of that just boiled down to making that decision to get off my medicine, because I think that it just helps me. um, And I don't want to say control, but it just helps me have like a better grasp on how I make decisions. Yeah. Um, And it's funny, because I tell my husband when I get off of it, Cause it's not the first time I've done this. So it's like, I should learn my lesson, but um, you know, things are, things are great. And then you feel like, okay, I can get off of this. And I did. And I had to tell my husband, you have to tell me because <laughs> I can't, I don't know. You have to tell me if I am being mean or snappy or whatever. And, um, and I was, and he wasn't really telling me cause I think he was scared of me a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, it's like, I can tell, and I, it, when it gets to a point where I can tell that I'm not being the nicest person, um, cause I feel like I'm a pretty nice person for the most part, you know, but when I can feel like I'm not the person, this isn't me this isn't who I am. That was a really good, uh, indicator of like, yeah, something needs to change. So yeah. it was just all timing, you know, and I think everything happens for a reason. I really do. And, you know, maybe all of that was supposed to happen to just let me know, like, just stay on your medicine and everything will be okay. <laughs> well, I, I think that's a good point. And I always talk about like one of my superpowers, I feel, is my ability to tap into my future self. And I think that anybody can can develop this, right? So like you ever look back on your life and you look at the like the tragedies and the missteps and like those big lessons that you've learned and you think, oh, if only I could tell Stacy four years ago this. Mm-hmm. If only I could tell her this and help her understand like the the grand design of what's actually happening here. Anytime when I feel that freeze or when I feel like I'm in danger or like something's not going the way it needs to and I'm scared, I always try to tap into like what is future Stephanie? <laughs> And it sounds so funny saying it out loud, but like, what is, what is future me trying to guide me through? Like, what is this lesson preparing me for 
in the moment and how can I, um, like a little scientist, take the data from what's kind of occurring right now to help better inform my decisions in the future. Um, and I think that's one of the greatest gifts of entrepreneurship, honestly, is being able to put yourself in these situations. And when failure happens, because it does all the time and in always just exciting new ways, we can say, oh, good. A, a massive problem. Thank goodness <laughs> that I'm sharpening my skill set and learning new ways to overcome adversity because this is going to make me a better, more well-rounded human being. And that's what I've been saying a lot to myself. And I mentioned this to you, like with my son, this second kid like transition is crazy and it is giving me so many challenges. And my baby, um, and not, not to like take this conversation there, but like this kid needs such a different version of me. And I'm like, what skills am I, is the universe forcing me to learn right now that I'm going to need like a couple years down the road? Cause I know I'm going to be looking back at this period of a very challenging time for me and say, Oh, that's what that was preparing me for. And I think that it gives you at least a little bit of acceptance, like, okay, it's all not for naught, Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like anytime you have like a big milestone like that happening in your life, I mean, it just feels so much bigger in the moment, you know? And then I think when you kind of get past that obstacle, you look back and you're like, okay, I'm glad that I learned how to do that. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad I survived that. And it does, it teaches you a lot. Having kids teaches you a lot. <laughs> it teaches you a lot about who you are, your patience. Like you become a completely different person in some ways. And um, I mean, it's the best blessing ever, but oh my goodness, it's, it has its ups and it has its downs just like anything. So, yeah. well, it sounds like you're working through this, this period that you're in right now. How can I support you? Or is there anything that I can do for you as you're kind of moving on to this next season? Just hold me accountable. <laughs> hold me accountable. Um, Cause I mean, I'm really clear on the things that I, I want to do. Um, I know we've talked a little bit about me starting on Instagram a little bit more and um, I've been doing the the modern agent social club stuff and I love what she's got. It makes everything a lot more um, condensed for me. So, cause I, if I get on Canva and try to do that stuff, it's going to take me forever. So um, I love that she's got that and I can customize it. Um, and I'm seeing good things happen with my Instagram, but I feel like I need to also focus more on family life in general and less real estate stuff. Um, cause right now it's pretty real estate heavy because I am all or nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about earlier. Um, and I feel like right now in this particular season of our life, we're really, um, being mindful of how much money we're spending. So I think we're staying at home a lot more and not doing as much because my husband is on a different pay schedule, you know? And so I'm like, Oh, what can we go do? So maybe that'll be good content of like free things to do. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just holding me accountable in that. Um, and then I actually shot my first YouTube video today. <gasps> Exciting. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So I have a, I have a vision for that. Um, and I'm, I'm going to stay consistent with it. So that would be awesome to just check and make sure I'm staying accountable, but I feel like you know, market authority has been such an awesome, like, I can't, I can't even tell you how thankful I am for your program because it's just so, I think the first time going through it, we talked about this, like the first time going through it, it's just a lot all at once. Cause you're like, Oh my goodness. Okay. I like, here's the plan, but now you actually have to take the data and like create a plan for yourself. The second time I went through it, it's like, okay, this is making sense to me and how I want it to look in my business. And now I'm on my third time and I'm like, okay, I'm really applying these now. Right. So it's like, you learn it and then you evaluate and then you apply. And I feel like you've created such an awesome, um, not just like module, but I look forward to our calls that we have with group coaching, the community of people that we have in there is like top notch. I love those people. They're great. Right. <laughs> Very supportive. And, um, yeah, just so willing to like share ideas and help each other out. Um, which is definitely the kind of atmosphere that I was looking for. So I love that I get to be a part of that community and that you've got MAA for, for people like me who were completely lost. And we were like, something has to give, like, I'm not going to cold call for the rest of my life and have that be my only source of business. 
I know I can do more. I just need guidance on how to get there. So I love it. Well, I'm super happy to be on the journey with you and it's been a pleasure working with you and I cannot wait to see what each new phase of your business looks like because it really is just the beginning. So um, big kudos to you for getting this far. It's so cool to see the transformation that you've had. Um, and I'm really looking forward to, to just kind of following you along as, as things progress. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I really, like I said, I know I'm getting like emotional about it, <laughs> but I really, really appreciate it. And I think it's just such a great program. It's definitely like turned my business upside down and I'm getting business now that I like would have never thought that I I would ever get. So I'm super excited about it. And I can't wait to see, I know I've got it, like my pipeline is full and I'm still trying to generate all these leads. So we're going to see what the end of this year looks like, but so far it's looking like it might be my best year yet. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm in your corner every step of the way. Um, and if anyone else is listening and they want to follow your journey, where can they connect with you? Is Instagram the best way? Yeah. Instagram would be perfect. Um, it is Stacy S T A C I dot Renee with two E's at the end. <laughs> dot <laughs> Russell. <laughs> awesome. I'll be sure to link that too in the show notes. So if anyone wants to root you on as you progress through things, um, they'll be able to connect with you there, but Stacy, thank you so much for hanging with me today. I loved the conversation and thanks for being so, um, so vulnerable and, and generous with, with your story. It was beautiful. I love your journey. I love being a part of it. So I'm really grateful for you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in a high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.